Okay, we're going to continue here in Parag Bayes. We're off the Pasuk Dalit. So we said that <coughs> after Ruth schlepping around with all her from Cheshbainas and her wise Cheshbainas as well, says the Gra, that she went all the way to the other end and worked her way back. So with all these delays, you would have thought that she lost out here in this hunger, and she ended up that by Yikar Mikra, she happened to come into the Chalkas Asadu Labayaz, and this was her cousin, her husband's cousin, that um, <coughs> she ended up in his field. So Boyaz was coming from Beislechem, from the city. He was coming to oversee the harvest. Remember, it's the first harvest since the Rav. So he told the harvesters, Hashem should be with you. And they answered him back, Yubarech Hashem. Now what's, what's going on here? What's, so, what's this give and take in Hashem Yimachem, Yubarech Hashem? So... This we may have mentioned other times, and that is that it's well known that there's only one bracha that we have that is minatayra, that everyone agrees on at least, and that is berachas hamazon. Person may says berachas hamazon after he eats lachalta v'savata uveirachta. All other brachas berachas hanemim berachas hamitzvus berachas hashvach, all those chazal were misakin. Now why is it that Birchus Hamaz and the Torah decided to make a mitzvah in Atayra? So, the Pasuk tells us in Parshas Ekev, that's where the bracha, the, the Pasuk of Echalta V'savata V'erachta is, but if you look at the Sukkim before that, it gives us a little background of what the Torah wants here. So the Pasuk says here in Parshas Ekev, um, to go in his ways and to fear him because Hashem is bringing you to a good land it's a land flowing with water with springs continues It's a land that's not lacking anything. And the puzzle says you'll eat, you'll be satisfied, and you'll make a bracha to Hashem on this land. Says the Sipornai, Uberachta Sashem Lekecha. Why are you making a bracha? Laman Tizkar Kimi Itoi Hayu Elola. Everything that we just mentioned about how great Eretz Yisrael is, you make a bracha to remind yourself that everything came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, the aside of Birchas HaMazan is that a person should not say Kaychi Vaitzim Yadi Shouldn't say it's his own strength, his own power, his own effort. Rather, it's Hashem gave me all these presents. 
And the Pesukim continue right afterwards. It says, Make sure you don't forget Hashem. Not to keep His mitzvahs. How does that happen? You'll eat and you'll become satisfied. Says the pasuk, you build houses. You have a lot of cattle and sheep. Then you have a lot of money. But you'll have so much. What happens when you have a lot? You become haughty. You forget about Hashem who took you out of Mitzrayim, who took you through the Midbar, who gave you money in the Midbar. And eventually, you'll finally say, Says the Pasuk, no. Don't say it's Remember it's Hashem. He is the one who gives you the kayak last chayel. That kayak So Rashi says, Why is it that when you're this only a result of eating and drinking and becoming full? Says Rashi, When is a person rebel against Hashem? When he's comfortable, when he's full. And the Sipurna says, and the Sipurna says, Do you want to know how you forget Hashem? When? When your miyach is your power and your success to your own kayach, the light of Archeyu Alam and not being Mivarech as HaKadosh Baruch. So you see from these psukim something very clear here. Now when a person is satisfied and a person has what they need, they're at a very, very dangerous point. At that point, the Yitzhahara comes along and says, Who's the one who did this? Who's the one who accomplished all this? It was me and my talent and my strength. Says the Taira, the only way to combat that Yitzhahara is if at that moment when you're most susceptible to it, Remind yourself, be mavarech as Hashem, be miyaches your savata to the proper place to the rabbi Shalalam, That'll save you from falling into the trap of the eight Sahara. So, besides for the fact of birchas hamaz and being akaras hatayv, it's more than that. Birchas hamaz is what saves a person from kfira. Because Hamazin is what saves a person from from forgetting about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Birchus Hamazin comes to do. The Grah in Parshas Hazinu learns the psukim very similarly I'm not going to go through all the psukim over there but basically the idea there over there is also Shemanta Visa Katisa talks about being fat and being full and having a lot of riches Vayishman Yeshurun Vayivat Yeshurun Klaisal becomes fattened Vayivat and they are married by Kaddish Baruch and the girl learns Vayivat means Shemarid Belibay in their hearts, they think that the success comes from themselves. It doesn't come from a Baruch Hu. 
And the Pasuk continues, Vayitosh Eloika Asohu. And they left HaKadosh Baruch Hu who made them. Says the Grob, We have to be Mavarech as Hashem who created us, and He's Mashkiach Bifratus on us. And instead, Vayinabel to Yeshua Asai. Nibel is like Nivala. Deeper Dvarim like And instead of being Miyaches and being Mavarech as Hashem, Klai Yisrael speaks things that are not true and they say Ki that it's says the Gra the first we forget about HaKadosh Baruch Hu Belev and then Vayinabel we start saying things B'dibur and eventually Yakni'u B'zarim it goes to Maisa Maisa Vavayda not just Avaydah Zorah, B'Soyeves Yachitu, will anger Hashem with Tayevus, which is Arayas. Yizbuchul HaShedim. Why? V'yakol Bami Machshava. It all comes from the Machshava. It starts off in the Machshava, that we forgot the Lev. Why? Because we were not Mivarech as Hashem. Goes from Lev, to Zibor, eventually to Maitz of Avaydah and Arayas. So you see from the Grah, the Grah is saying a similar thing. That if a person is not Mivarech as Hashem, that leads directly to Abayi It starts off with not being Mivarech as Hashem, because Birchas Hashem is the antidote to Kaychi Vaitzim Yadi If in my heart I think I'm the one who's doing it, eventually I'll start speaking it out, and I'll act that way, what I need the Rabbi Hashem for. But if a person is Mavarech as Hashem, that's the antidote to it. If you're Mavarech as Hashem, if you say a bracha or you say Baruch Hashem, you, you, you attribute your, your successes to the Rabbi Nishmael through brachos, that's what saves the person from these Averis HaChamuras. And that's why we find very often, we find the Abraham Avinu, when he talked to the Bnei Chais, right? And if they were asking to give him the kever for for Sari Menu, immediately Vayakam Avraham Ishtachu Lamaretz Bnei Chais. Rashi says he wasn't bowing down to them; he was bowing down to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He was being moidet Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He was being moidet Hakadosh Baruch Hu al besura Taiva. It wasn't that he was buying on to them. The, the, the Medrash says, and the Mepharshim and the Medrash say, Vayishtachavu lahashem lifnei Amaharetz. They bowed out to Hashem in front of the Amaharetz. Why? Because Abraham Avinu was a brilliant person. And Abraham Avinu here went, and he negotiated with Bnei Chais. No one ever got anything out of Bnei Chais. And he was able to negotiate and get what he needed, so Chas he shouldn't attribute any success to his own power or to his own talent. So what did he do immediately? By Yishtachu. He was Mishtachav El Hashem, he was Maidat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though it was Bifnei Amaharet, in front of these guy and these Oyvdei Avay This is not the time when he start bowing down to Hashem here, when he's talking to Oyvdei Avay The answer is, it wasn't just a Haidah. It was his antidote to not thinking, Kaychi Vaitzim Yadi Asli Asachai Lazeh. So therefore, he bowed immediately to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Eliezer Abraham did the same thing. 
when he heard that Rivka was back to Sua, Pasuk says he bowed down. Later on, when Lavan and Masur asked him to send Rivka along, he bowed down again. Both of them were here as the antidote to any Kaichi Vaitzim Yadvi, Asali Asachai Lazet. So therefore, now when we go back to Bayaz, Bayaz comes into the field. First harvest in ten years, he comes to the field, and you have to realize what a harvest is. We don't understand what a harvest is. After all these months of planting, and waiting for the rain to come, and things to be done properly, and to grow... He comes in, the owner comes to the harvest. So he came here after the, he's coming to the first harvest. You have to understand what a balabas feels at the first harvest. At any harvest. This is the time when a person susceptible Here finally everything grew so beautifully. You grew, you're cutting it down. The person is going to be so rich from it. He's very susceptible to machshav of kfirah. That's why, just to point this out, that's why there's so many, so many mitzvahs by a harvest. There's peya, there's leket, there's shikha. Why are all these mitzvahs always by a harvest? And we had um, parat and oilulois by, by vineyards, and you have uh, peya also by olive trees. Why are there so many mitzvahs by the harvest? Because the harvest is such a susceptible time to kvira. And that's when the Rabbi Shalom says, it's my field, I'm giving it to you, and you're not the balabas. And therefore I'm telling you, let the Aniyamin in. And you have to leave over some for the Aniyamin. What do you mean? I worked so hard for it. Hashem says, Avadi worked hard for it. But I'm the one who brought the success. And therefore, Bayaz came here to this harvest. And the first thing he did, when he looks around, he doesn't even ask how the harvest is going. The first thing he does is, he needs his antidote. He needs his protection against any any kfira when he starts looking into what's going on here. And he starts off the first thing, Hashem Yimachem. Hashem should be with you. And they said, Yivarech Hashem. He mentions Hashem. He's Mivarech Hashem. On his, on his, on, on the success and the Hatzlacha here. And with that way, he's Misyachis that everything that happened here was not from him, but from the Rabbani Shalalam. Now, the Grah points out, there's a Grah somewhere that says, um, there's, a Grah, there's a Gemara in Baba Kama that says that one of the Amiraim Rava said to Rabbi Barmari, There seems to be a phrase that people say. He said, where is the source for the following phrase? Kad Havinon Zutri, when we were small, Legavri, we were considered very big. And Hashtag the Kashishna, now that we became old, Lidardiki, we're considered like small children. So he answered him, First, the pasuk says, "Vashem ha'elach lifnei am yoyimam ba'amud onan lan chayes hamaderek the laila ba'amud eish lo ha'elohem." 
In the beginning it says Hashem went in front of them in, an, in a uh, fiery cloud. And at the end it says, Hashem says, I'm sending a malach along, I'm not going myself. So the Grah explains what's this whole conversation mean. Says the Grah, a marshal. He says, you have a chicken, a Tarnagailus. When it's very small, so the mother feeds it directly into its mouth. When it gets a little older, and it comes begging the mother, it comes asking the mother for food, so the mother gives it a whack and says, you're big enough on your own to go find your own food. So says the Grah, when a person is small, when he's a katan, he feels very helpless, and he has bitachain in HaKadosh Baruch Hu to a great degree. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, since his betachan is so great, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ashkacha Pratis on this person is also great. Baruch Hashem is Gadol, when a person gets bigger, he starts feeling like he could accomplish things on his own. So what happens? HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ashkacha is diminished. His betachan is diminished, the Ashkacha is diminished. Therefore, he says the same thing with the Kalah Yisrael. Before they got to Kriyas Yamsuf, they were afraid of the Mitzrim and they had Bitochan Makadish Baruch Hu. So what happened? They had an Anna, Makadish Baruch Hu went himself. However, later on when they got older, after the Egel, their Bitochan was d- diminished. Makadish Baruch Hu says, It's not the same level of Ashkach Pratis. And says the Grah, that's why in the Mikdash and the Arain were the Kruvim. The Kruvim are children. Why? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Ashras Hashchina is when kla- is to the to the fullest amount, and his Ashkacha Pratis is to the highest degree when Klai Yisrael are like Ketanim, like children. When they're like children and they rely, children have to rely on other people. Not only just the Rebbeinu Shalom, they rely on a lot of other people. So a child relies on someone else. When Klai Yisrael act like children and they rely on Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as children have to rely on either the Rebbeinu Shalom or others, so then the Ashkacha Pratis is is much greater. So, you see from this grah that a person's hashkacha and success from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is dependent on his bitachin as well. So therefore, when Bayaz came along and said, Baruch Hashem, right, he came along and he came to the Kaitrim and he said, Hashem, sorry, Hashem Imachem, Hashem should be with you, which we said meant to say that he wanted to de- demonstrate his bitachin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it's not Kaitri so they answered him back, Hashem, which means to say, if your bitachin is so great in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu should reciprocate with such a high level of Ashkacha Pratis, Yivarech Hashem, according to the level of Bitochen that you have. His Shashem Imachem was a very high level of Bitochen of everything that has been done here in the planting and the harvest. He attributed success only to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Kaitzim answered him back, since your Bitochen is so great, you should be Zaycha Tashkocha Pratis Atsuma, an unbelievable Ashkocha Pratis, Yivarech Hashem Mida Kenegen Mida. Because like the Gra says, they're Tali The more Bitochen, the more Ashkocha. The less Bitochen, the less Ashkocha. So now we come almost to the next pasuk, which is the climax of the whole story here. Of course, the climax is the end when they get married, but this is the turning point right here. 
So Boyaz had a, a nar, a, a young lad who was in charge of the harvesters, and he said, "The mi hanara hazais. Who's this girl here?" And he answered, Nara Mayaviyahi. She's a Nara who's a Mayaviyah. She came back with Nami from Steymayav. So what happens over here? Boyaz comes to his field. There were a lot of people here. There were the kites from were here harvesting. There were tons of Aniyam here collecting Leka, Chikha, and Peya. And all of a sudden he noticed this one girl. Lemiya Nara Hazais. Now, So the Gemara asks the famous question, What's going on over here? The God of Hadar is asking about a girl. Who's this girl? So the Gemara answers, He saw something brilliant that she was doing. Some, the, now, it doesn't just mean brilliant. He saw that she was being medaxic bahalacha. Why? Shnei shibalim, two stalks that fall, that's leket, that she's allowed to take, she's an aniyah. Shlai shibalim, but he also noticed that when she was following the harvesters, and three stalks fell, ain't no lakata, she didn't take it. Another chat, as we all know, it's about Sneas Rabba. He saw Sneas on her. Aymedes. I'm doing some sarimulumut. The things that she was able to take standing, she took standing. No, I placed the, feet, the things that fell on the floor. She didn't bend over. Miyushu, She would sit down. And she didn't bend over, says Rashi, Mishum Sneeks. So now, what's going on over here? So this is the big Chachma he saw. He saw that she knew Pasuk and Komish. She knew a halacha when Nami taught her, two and three. She was acted like a tsanua. What's What exactly, when he looked over the entire field of what was going on, what did he notice special about her that she was doing? It doesn't sound like such a big thing she's doing here. She's following the halacha, only taking two, not taking three. She's acting in a theistic way. Okay, but there's hundreds of ladies here. There's so many people here. What stood out about Rus? So the Medrash, there's a Medrash that says as follows. The Medrash says a little bit differently than the Gemara. The Medrash says, Kevin Nahim. The Medrash says that when Baya saw that she was pleasant, the Ima, and her actions were nice, were beautiful, that's why he started asking about her. Why? Kalanashim. Like we said, all the other women just bent over. She sits down. All the other women, they would pick up their skirt with a belt, hitch it up higher and tie it up, so they'd be able to run or walk quicker. You understand? They saw some lekker, they wanted to run and chop it. So they couldn't be tied down, they couldn't be held hostage by their skirt. So they would pick it up. Misalka's Kleya. And she was the opposite. She let it lower. All the women were schmoozing around and I said they were playing around, but they were schmoozing around with the harvesters. 
And Ruth stayed away from that. She hid herself away. There's certain only places that you're allowed to take the lekkets from. If it's in between the stalks, you can't take it. It has to be removed from the stalks. Everyone else it didn't bother them. They even went bain in between the stalks and they took. And she only took minahafka. Now, number one, you see the bedrash is 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 um, contrasting Rus's behavior to everyone else's behavior. And we're saying Rus was not Nimshach Akar Remember last time the whole Hakdam was there, the Rambam said, Derek Shal Adam is that he's Nimshach Akar Now there were two issues that the women here were being Nimshal in. One was the issue of Gezel. If you take what's not Hefker, or if you take three stalks instead of two stalks, that's Gezel. And the second thing was the eat theos. Number one, the bending down, picking up the, uh, the, her dress. And the third thing was talking to the kaitzrim. Why did these ladies talk to the kaitzrim? Or why were they schmoozing around with the kaitzrim? They were hoping if they become friendly enough with them, we probably can imagine the kaitzrim weren't, you know, the most kosher of the people in the world, the most refined people. So, you know, uh, they probably wanted to schmooze around with the women or with the girls. What did the girls gain out of it? They gain that every once in a while, maybe if they're friendly enough to the guys, they'll throw them a couple more stalks. Right? If you remember, we're at the end of a famine, everyone's starving, everyone's out to get these couple of stalks. It's like, uh, it's, 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 it's very hard. So if I could make some friends with the Kaitrim, and then they'll throw me a couple extra stalks, so they'll drop a couple extra. So there's two things that were going on in this field. There was Gezel going on, and there was a lack of sneers going on. And Rus says the Medrash stayed far away from both of these things. Now Chazal tells us the Rambam says, "Amru Chachamim Gezel v'Harayis Nafshe Shal Adam Yisabelahen Umechandosam." There's two things that every person desires: Gezel and Harayis. And the Rambam says, "Ve'ina Tamoitze Kol B'Cholzmanuzman." You will not find. A community, a congregation, a tzibur. In every time, in every place. She'ein bohen prutzim ba'arayis. That you don't have some people who have fallen to the trap of gezel and arayis. Like Chazal said, roi v'gezel miyot ba'arayis. Most people are nikshal somehow in gezel, and a miyot is in arayis, but everyone, but in every tzibur, this is the biggest yetzahara. Lefichach says the Rambam since these are the things that a person is so susceptible to a person has to overcome and to accustom himself and do things that are bring about Kedusha it's not so easy it takes Kfiyas Hayetzer and it takes also being Margal accustoming and being involved in Kedusha and Tahara in all different types of things so Avada we're going to be Malam and Tzchus and the Nashim in this time what they were doing we're being Malam and Tzchus they were a little lenient in Hilchus Nias. What? I mean, again, they weren't walking around here. They weren't doing Znus. This wasn't like a major breach. But it was a small crack. Picking up their skirts. Doesn't mean they didn't pick it up high. They picked it up more than usual. So it would be easier to run. That's a little bit of a lack of Snias. It's a little cooler. 
I'm sure, you know, some of them said, you know, we're not going to go around the lack of smears. It's boiling hot outside. It's the harvest time. We're not going to walk around in short sleeves and uh, nothing, right? No, but a little breach. They pulled up the skirt a little bit. So instead of sitting down, they bent down. Okay, also the biggest taver in the world. Not the biggest taver in the world. Gezo, you have to know also how bad it was, the gezo. Because you have to realize, you have to realize that um, perhaps they were malamed on themselves, that, that, or they were more better better for themselves. That they said, listen, you know, the, the owner of the field knows that it's been such a hard time. I mean, who suffers who suffers in a famine? The rich or the poor? The poor suffer much more. The rich, they at least have storehouses to keep them going for a while. The poor immediately have nothing. So these people are the poor people. They've been suffering for so long. And it's a big gate to her over here. He, uh, every little extra stalk feeds another kid in the family. It's not so simple. And the Yitzhahara comes along and says, listen, the, which Yitzhahara? The Yitzhahara of Arias, the Yitzhahara of Gezel. It's all because a person's hungry and starving. So, to be Melamed's chus on them, there were no major breaches here. They're all small little things. And look at what was going on. Such a hard Yitzhahara. They're starving. It's not a test that we would be able to stand up to. Can't even talk about, you know, them in a negative way. Would we be able to stand up to such a thing? It's not so simple. Remember, you could say, Pikuach Nefesh. You don't get food now, you're not getting food until next year. There's no food around. This is the harvest. This is when you make the food. Who? But if someone's able to stand up in this situation and overcome that Yetzirah, that person is what we will call a gibar. HaKaydesh Yitzrayim. That's a true Yari Shamayim that the Rambam says he's being Kaifes Yitzrayim. He's overcoming his Yitzhahara. Only a Malach is assured to be safe in such a situation. And here's Rus, who was a regular person like everyone else there. And she was starving with her mother-in-law just like everyone else was doing there. And she could have been makele on herself and say... Everyone else is doing it. Let me do it. Now let's remember a second. This is her first real introduction to Klai Yisrael. Right? She's in Mayavia. How many people did she know? She came back with Nahami. Okay? She never saw really Klai Yisrael in action. This is her first, uh, her first encounter with what we would call the Shei-based Lachem Yehuda. With these women. And what happens? She really could have justified herself and say... Obviously, my, my Rabbi Naomi is a little bit too much of a machmer. You know, she told me only allowed to take two. And I see all the from ladies are taking three. And she told me that I have to sit down. It's not serious. And I see all the from ladies are doing it. And she told me I'm never allowed to pick up my dress. And they're all doing it. And she told me I can't choose around with the kite rim because of lack of sneers. And everyone's doing it. Okay, you know what? She's a machmer. She's a machmer. Probably, you know, in, the, in a theoretical way, she's right. But Lemaisa... Look what everybody's doing. They're all doing the wrong thing. All of Klaizro, all these Frommel women are doing the wrong thing. That's Derek Priyatsoi, Shaladam Lias Nimshach, Acharev Chaverov. Right? We say, if everyone's doing it, what could be wrong? Why shouldn't I do it as well? And yet, Rus overcomes all of these Yetzaharas. The Yetzahar of Gezel, the Yetzahar of Arayas, the Yetzahar of saying, this is what they're all doing, you must be right. If her rabbi said it's usher, she's not going to bend, not an iota, from what the halacha says.
So already, just to sum it up, there's three, re- three things she had to overcome here. Number one is Gezel and Arayis, Nafshe Shaladim and and a person desires it. Number two, when a person's starving, their Moira Hatter for themselves. Even if it's not starving, when it comes to physical things, it's, uh, you know, your stomach gets the best of you. And the third thing is, Derek Briyasa Shaladim. All these three things on their own are hard to overcome. She got all three of them together in one shot and she overcame it. But it's more than that. Why is it more than that? Because it happens to be that Rus had a natural Natiya towards Gezel and Arias. Why did she have a natural Natiya towards Gezel and Arias? That besides for all the external things she had to overcome, because who was her great-great-great-great-grandfather? Light. Light we find in the Psukim two things that are highlighted that he did wrong. Gezel and Arias. We know the Gezel with the, with the shepherds. And not only that, when the shepherds stole and the, and the shepherds of Abraham Avinu gave them most, so they fought with them. Right? By Hirim, they fought with them. They didn't back down. And even though they all saw, and Light himself saw, how Nizra Abraham Avinu was in Gezel, he muzzled his, 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 his animals. They didn't learn from him. So therefore there's already imprinted into the DNA of his grandchildren, of his family, of Rus, on the Tia towards Gaza. When it comes to Arias, the Pasuk says, we mentioned this last time, says light lifted up his eyes and he saw the Yardin, the plains of the Yardin. It was Kulay Mashke. The Gemara says, Every word in this Pasuk is referring to the Avera of Znus, meaning it's a Lashon Erva. All of these things, that's what light saw. And the, the Psukim bring different, uh, the Gemara brings Psukim, Vayisa light, lifting up. You have the Pasuk, Vatisa Eshes Adayna Veseinaha. So you see, Vatisa refers to Znus. Um, then it says, um, it says, Eseinaha, Ki Yishara Be'ena, it says by, uh, by uh, Shimshan over there. Vayar, Vayar Eso Shechem Ben Chamor. Kikar Hayardain, there's a Pasuk that says, Ki Ba'ad Isha Zayna, Kikar Lechem. Ki Chula Mashke, there's another Pasuk in Eshea, that refers to different drinks. Shamni Mishikuyai is referring to Znus. And Chazal tells us on the Pasuk in Mishnah, the Pasuk says, Lutaivo Yivakesh Nifrod, the one that was leaving, why did he leave? Because he was seeking out Taiva, says the Madrish Zelite. Why did he leave Abraham Avinu? Because he had a taiva for Avera and he wanted to fulfill his taiva. And Chazal tells us, Anyone who's always running after Arayas, Eventually they feed him from his own flesh. Which means to say, eventually he's going to be Nikshal in living with one of his relatives. Who's that referring to? That's Light. Light was Nifshel and his daughters. Why? What was the source? Because he was always running after Arias. So you see clearly that Light had a big problem here with the Yanam of Arias. And again, even though he lived with Abram Avinu all these years, and Abram and Sarah were the epitome of Tzniyos, didn't help him. 
So now if you think about who Rus was, Rus had two big problems in her, naturally, from her great-great-grandfather. She had the problem, and as remember, as we said, that the strongest concentration of Tumah is in the base Hamalkus of each generation. So she is the princess, she's the son of the, of the king, the daughter of the king. So in her she has the epitome of the Tumah, the concentration of the Tumah of Mayav, which is clearly from light and Gazel and Arayas. So now when you put that into the equation here, that who she is, plus now her situation, of number one, any person, Gazavarai, Snapshot, and Number two, Shmiras Gufa, Shisarmin. Number three, because look around at the environment and all these from ladies, they're all doing the same thing. She had every right in the world, so to speak, to give in to her Yetzirah. And yet, we see the exact opposite. She stood up with a Gavura, Shein Kamayu. And connected all of these things. She said, I'm not going to bend, not an iota. I'm not going to bend an Ilkhus Nias, not an Ilkhus Gezel, not one iota am I going to give up. I'm not going to be Mekel Akihuzer. And she made sure to keep carefully the Allahs of Lech and Shikham Beya. And the Allahs of Sneas. She overcame her natural Yetzer and her natural Taiba. So now. Let's go back to the beginning again. Bayaz comes to the field. And Bayaz is the Tzadik Hadar. Bayaz is the Shaifet. Bayaz doesn't just see, see things in a Gashmias way. He sees Ruchnias as well. So he looks around at what's going on. And he looks tons of people here in the field doing all different types of things. And he sees what we would call a shining torch. One shining torch blazing fire in the middle of this field of Kedusha. Everyone else he sees is being a little bit lenient. They're giving in to the Yitzhahara. And there's one person here, there's one person here, who he sees with his Ruchnia's eyes and Ruchnia's glasses, that she's overcame everything. So he glances around the field, and he sees the shining light. Her, his question is, Lemi Hanara Hazais. You'll notice he didn't say, Mi Hanara Hazais. What's Limi? To whom does she belong? Limi means who educated this Nara? Who was the one who created this girl who's able to stand up to the test that no one here is able to stand up to? Everyone else here is like straw falling in front of the Yetzirah. And she's like iron. She won't bend an iota. Limi Hanara Hazais. Who was Mechanet, this girl, to be able to reach such a level that even though she has the Yetzirah Mibifnim and the Yetzirah Mibachutz, she's so strong that nothing could knock her over. And that's what they answered back and they said, they told him, you're 100% right. She's a Mayavia. She comes from Mayav. And yet, Ashavami Naomi. She came with Naomi. Naomi was the one who was Mechanachar. The Alter Ben Kalm used to say, used to cry, I think, used to say that, you know, Yosef Atadik, Yosef Atadik is taken down, sold down to Mitzrayim. And he comes to Paitifar, and then the whole story of Paitifar, and he knows he's right. He's thrown into jail. And he's there for ten years. And finally, Saramashkim and Saraifim have their dreams. And he's, he interprets it for them, and he thinks this is his way out. He says, remember me. 
and they leave and they don't remember him. One dies, the other one's once killed, another one doesn't remember him. He forgot about him. So what happens? Two years later, and Parshas Miket starts, Pare has a dream. And all of a sudden, Saramashkin wakes up and says, I know someone who can interpret dreams. What happens? They bring him to Paroi. And Paroi tells him, Chalayim chalam t'yafay serein esoi, v'ani shamat yalech aleymar, tishma chalayim l'fzor esoi. I heard that you are able to interpret dreams. Now think of what Yosef had at stake here. Yosef who was sold by his brothers into captivity. They were malshin on him. They made up the story that what he did with Hesha's Paitifar. And the whole, Rashi says, the whole Mitzrayim was talking about it. Right? Rashi says, why did Hashem make it that Saramashkim and Saraoipim should, should, um, should be chayte? Why? Because people were talking about Yosef the whole time. Now they'll change. There's a new uh, scandal on the, on the front pages and they'll forget about Yosef. They're all talking about it. He thought he had his ticket out with the Saramashkim, Saraoipim. Nothing at all. He's standing in front of Parai. And Parai tells him, I heard that you know how to interpret dreams. This is his ticket out of jail. What does Yosef answer? Vayan Yosef Lamar. Now Vayan Vayoymar, whenever it says Vayan Vayoymar in the Torah, the Gemara says, or Vayanu Vayamru, it means the call wrong. Doesn't just mean he answered. It means he screamed and he announced. Vayan Yosef is Paralamar, what did he say? Biladoi. I do nothing. Hashem takes care of it. So Altaf and Kalman used to say, he says, what a chinuch. What a chinuch. The Yosef Asad from Yaakov Avinu. To be mechanech his son. To be put into this situation. And instead of saying to himself, okay, listen, it's me. I know, you know, he mumbled himself. He wrote that Hashem, I know it's really you. But yes, Tara, I'll answer your dream. No. There's no ifs, ands, there's no bending the rules here. It's not me. He screamed it, Biladoi, it's not me. What a chinuch the Alter from Kalm used to say with tears in his eyes when he used to, I think when he used to lay in the story, he used to cry. Say, what a chinuch the Yaakov put in Yosef. And that's the same thing that Boyaz was saying. This doesn't happen in a vacuum. Lemi hanara hazois. Who was mechanach this girl? Who was mechanach her that in such tests and such trials and tribulations she's able to stand up and not bend an iota? Chazal tell us the Pasuk says in Shirashirim Kishrishana ben Achaychim Ken Rayasi ben Abonis Just like a rose amongst the thorns that's Kla Yisrael and the grove there says that most fruits that have thorns anywhere near them the, four, the thorn pokes them and it makes a hole and what happens and then when you get your apple you get a hole in it but a Shishana a rose even it gets poked Chayzeres l'chamay shahaysa. It grows back. Even though it gets poked, it gets a hole. It closes up. Machmas rakusa because it's so soft. Shehirakav leichbasla. It's soft and it doesn't bother her. This rose, so it just covers itself back up. So therefore, says the Gra, Klayis obeyna umais is the same thing. They poke us, they prod us, they make holes in us, but we don't pay attention to it. Doesn't make a reishem on us that we should then turn away from We survive, and we, it patches back up and it heals up. That's Klai Sobe but in a certain sense, it's the same thing with Rus. 
amongst the Nishay Lechem Beis Lechem Yehuda. They weren't mashbi on her at all, not an iota lira. She was at this time Kisheshana Bein Achleichem. Everyone else was poking things around here or there. They were they were being makel. They were making allowances. Yet she refused to do it. Naomi told her this is not the right thing to do. She did what was proper. This is supposed to be a chizuk. When we think about Kabbalah's Hatayra and Shavuos, a chizuk, how every person, Klaizel in general, has to stand up for what's right in the world, but every individual, even if you're amongst from people, and you're amongst people who are bending the rules, or being mako, and maybe perhaps they even have a right to do it, or at least they think they have a right to do it, but if you know it's wrong, or your Rav said it's wrong, it's a hard desire. But Rus taught us that we have to stand up for what we know is right. Not to make any allowances. Derech shal adam liyazdimshak akhar gazel and harayis. Those are the big things. Gazel and princess. Those are the big things. The Ramam says there's no time, no people or place that's safe from it. That's the way it is. And yet, the Yechidim have to stand up. And they have to be kai for their yaitzah. It doesn't come in a vacuum. It comes from chinuk. L'mi anahar azais. It doesn't come on its own. A person has to work on themselves. A person has to learn about it. A person has to feel proud of what's, of doing the right thing. To stand up amongst other people who are also proper people. Yirei Shamayim. These are people who have, who are Mekayim the Mitzvah. These are from people. But to be able to stand up and say, I know this is wrong and I'm not going to do it, that takes the Gvur of Rus and that's one of the things that we learn over here from this concept and we will continue next time.